Hey there, this is Daniel. Thanks for listening to DIY Money. Now, if you haven't already, be sure to give us a five-star review so your friends know that this is a show that they can learn from. Follow us on Instagram at DIY.money. Now, enjoy this episode. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You are listening to another edition of DIY Money. DIY Money. Hey, welcome to our new listeners. Seeing a boost in the listener audience. I think that's a thank you and a shout out to Mr. James Altucher. Uh, many of you probably uh, caught us on that podcast, The James Altucher Show. We still need to put that on our stream, Daniel. Um, but nonetheless, welcome to the new audience folk. And if you're new to the show, it's real simple. You send us an audio clip. I'm getting a lot of people saying, hey, if you're still taking these questions. Yeah, we're. Ta- I mean, that's the content of the show. So please keep sending them along. Um, more often than not, we put them in the queue unless they are uh, extremely time sensitive. So we brought, uh, you know, COVID questions to the top of the list or... If they're, you know, kind of subject matter important. So, for example, uh, today's question from Ashley, uh, we bumped right to the top of the queue because it had been a very long time since we've kind of addressed this subject matter. It's definitely something near and dear to my heart. Uh, and we'll uh, touch on that in just a second. So please do keep sending us those questions. All you do is you take an audio clip from your phone and you send it to us at podcast at DIYmoney.org. That's podcast at DIYmoney.org. Check us out on Insta, DIY.money, or join the Facebook group, The DIY Tribe. All right, I'm going to leave quite a time period here. Uh, We did no bro talk, zero bro talk today. I haven't even talked today. You haven't even talked today, but you're going to have your ample opportunity here shortly (laughs) after we get to Ashley's question. Ashley, what do you got? DIY! Hey y'all, this is Ashley from East Tennessee. First, I want to say that I love your podcast. I've been binging it for the last few days and it has helped me tremendously. My question today is about dealing with finances in your marriage when you and your spouse are not on the same page. A little bit of backstory. I'm 30, my husband's 34, and we've been married for 10 years. For about the first six years of our relationship, we were very willy-nilly with our money. Our thought was, we can't take it with us when we go, so why not spend it while we're here? So fast forward to three years ago, we filed bankruptcy. I then shortly after became a stay-at-home mom and we were living off of one income. So I budgeted pretty strictly. Just recently, I decided to accept a position with a job I used to work, making quite a bit of money. I want to take that money and pay off a little bit of debt that we had and then pay off our two mortgages, one of which is rental income. Then I want to put back an emergency fund and max out Roth IRAs and also put some back in a college fund for our three children. My husband, however, sees that income as let's buy a boat, let's buy a motorcycle, let's just buy all the things. How do I get him on the same page as me financially, and what happens if I can't? And just to answer your question, yes, I am the CFO of the relationship. I always have been. He probably doesn't even know what's in our bank account right now. 
with our current budget, I give him an allowance every paycheck and that's what he runs off of. Any advice would be appreciated. Thanks, guys. Okay, Daniel, there you go. Now you got time to talk. <laughs> Let's cool. hear. Let's hear what you uh, what you have to say to Ashley. Straighten it up with your man. Straighten it up with your man. Straighten it up with your man. So, as far as getting on the same page about money, what I would do first, um, I'll be interested to hear what Quinn says. What I would do first is get on the same page about life and what you guys want out of life and what your goals are. And the reason for that is, is because I would look at money as one of the tools you guys have in your arsenal to live the life and the goals and the desires that you want. And when you turn the focus first to the money side of things, what you're trying to figure out is like, what do we do with this tool that we have, as opposed to what is it we're trying to build? If you guys can communicate your wishes and your dreams and your desires and your realities and you know your strengths and your weaknesses and, and where it is that you're trying to go, because it sounds like you know he, in this case, might be you know I want to live a great life now, or I want to basically live like I'm you know kind of retired and you know spend money. And it sounds like you maybe you know want to um, support or or uh, value some of these other things, uh, you know, kids' education and, and things like that. And so it's important to kind of draw out the picture of, of what life you want to live. And the upside to that is you guys can both throw things onto your your idea board or your Pinterest or however you want to put it down, whether it's on paper or digital, uh, or you guys just kind of discuss over wine or coffee or whatever it is. And, uh, but you kind of record it and you start to put those values and those dreams and those goals on paper. And then you go, okay, this is the resources that we have, uh, the money, and this is how that needs to kind of go in that direction. Now, the upside is if those are difficult conversations you have for you to have, that's a good time to bring in an objective uh, planner because a planner can help discuss with both of you what are your goals, what are the goals we want to prioritize, not prioritize, etc. Ironically, a planner just doesn't go straight to the money and go, here's what you should be doing with your money. The planner goes, what is it that you want to do in life and how can this resource that you have, the money that you have available, work your way towards the outcomes that you actually want in life? So I would start there have those discussions, and then move into the money side as you can. Excellent. Okay. <laughs> um, There's got to be more than that because we got some time. We got a lot of time. Uh, I elevated this to the top of the queue. Uh, yes, to bring this subject matter back up, but uh, I brought this to the top of the queue because of my feeling of how very important this critical crossroads is in your marriage. Now, this might tick some people off who feel like we're going off of the rails here, and I'll take full responsibility for this. But the reality is, and you already know this, you're, you're masking it with your very intelligent, articulated, very well question, but you know that this has the potential to end your marriage. You know that. You probably are thinking to yourself, um, boy, I now have a great job. I now make a lot of money. We've already been down this road. What does this look like if we can't get on the same page? And maybe you've already had the thought process of we just might not be able to make this marriage work. Now, you might be sitting here listening to this, Ashley, and going, well, that's absurd, Quint. You're totally off, off basis. I've never had that, that, that thought process. 
And if that's the case, I apologize that, that I'm totally off. But I've seen this. I've seen this so many times. And while I can't, and I've looked very hard, I've looked for the actual statistics that says money is the number one root of, of uh, all or cause of, of, of divorce in this, this country. I cannot find that. It's not out there. There's never been some Pew Research report that says that. But the reality is, however, is that most divorces cite money as one of the biggest conflict areas in their marriage. So it is somewhere in there. Now, you may or may not be listening to this episode with your partner. Uh, if you are not, then I encourage you to somehow have a significant heart-to-heart -heart about, and Daniel eloquently put this forth, your life goals, your life objectives. You cannot, even though you are the CFO, you cannot leave this individual behind in the decision-making and in the process by which you are going to try and keep yourself on the right financial path. That will lead to bitterness in your uh, husband. That will lead to anger and frustration, and it will not result in what you want the end result to be. So you have to hit pause. You have to hit a big old stop, the big old red stop button, and you and your husband have to get on the same page. That may include marriage counseling regarding this subject matter. It might include dealing with a professional. It might include just having a talk with an independent mentor-like couple. That doesn't mean your parents, doesn't mean his parents, it means an independent mentor-like couple. Because I cannot stress enough I cannot stress enough. Now, you already know this because you went through bankruptcy. You went through the sleepless nights. You went through the pain. You went through the heartache. You don't want to be there again. But if you are listening to this and you are not in Ashley's shoes, you've not gone through bankruptcy, I cannot stress how very important it is to be on the same page with your spouse regarding your money. And if you are not and you value the relationship, husband, wife, whomever, Take the time to get on the same page. Hear each other out. Find out what your goals are, what your dreams are, how to compromise to reach those goals and objectives together. Ashley, maybe in your situation, you eventually do get a boat, but it's only after you decide to pay off one of the debts that you have or the rental property or putting away for kids' college. Maybe it's after these things you compromise and you say in a conversation, you know, this is our goal. We've set a goal. We've set an objective. Does this make sense? Yeah, we're on the same page. Great. We're off to the races. And then once those goals are hit... It may not be something you would purchase, but it's something your spouse would purchase. This is a critical time. I appreciate the call. I appreciate the question. It's a great one for everybody listening that's in a marriage, but for your marriage especially, hit the pause button, get on the same page, and you know the steps. You know the answers. You know the exact steps to take to continue to improve your financial situation. You know that. But you and your spouse have to get on the same page regarding that, set goals, accomplish those goals together. Not only will you knock it out of the park financially, but you will be stronger for that in your marriage. Daniel, what else? You're a team. You got into this to be a team, so be a team and work through it. Let's show some toughness, all right?
Guys, show us some toughness. It's as simple as that. And I can't stress enough. It's not I, simple. I mean, it's tough, but... Well, it's simple. It's tough to do. It's yeah. simple in theory. But I do like the idea, if you don't have a mentor couple, uh, mm. I think that is critical, uh, important. My, my wife and I have mentor couples that we talk to about a variety of things. Um, you know, we talk about child rearing. We talk about, you know, decisions from, from, you know, over the years we've had relocations. We've had, you know, decisions regarding staying at home, not staying, you know, things like that. And it is so wonderful to look at a couple that has had a successful long-term marriage or relationship and say, what do you think? What is your opinion? Because it's not some friend who, you know, is in a terrible situation themselves you know, giving you advice. It's someone who's been there, done that. So I strongly encourage you to do that. Maybe you find that couple through your church if you're involved. If not, maybe you have other organizations or affiliations that you can find somebody to talk with. Maybe you know that couple already. You just need to have a conversation. Or again, maybe you need to seek some counseling. All right, that's about all we got time for today. It was a great question. Uh, remember, friends, uh, check us out on Insta, DIY.money, or the Facebook group, DIY Tribe. And the secret to wealth is very simple. Live on less than you make. Invest the rest. Make sure you and your partner are on the same page and do so for a very long time. Make it a great one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the show. If you want content delivered to you regularly, be sure to follow us on Instagram at DIY.money. And if you want your question aired on the show, be sure to send that to us and you'll get a $25 Amazon gift card. This show is for entertainment and educational purposes only and is not intended as personal financial advice. Before making any financial decision, please do your homework and consult a financial advisor as needed.